Hi, this is Roger Green, host of the Surfing the Next Tsunami podcast. This week, we are offering four conversations from episode 21, our first ESOL Congress preview episode with Vice Secretary Alexander Krog and Education Counselor Sven Franke. Plus, from the vault, conversation 32.3 from season three, part of our same-day coverage of last year's International River Congress. As we discussed in this episode, the ILC title has been retired and replaced by ESOL Congress this year. This conversation starts with Ewan Schottenberg describing his excitement about the upcoming ESOL Congress 2023 at which he will chair two sessions and be deeply involved otherwise. He mentions his Meet the Experts session on Lean Nash with particular enthusiasm and describes his eager anticipation of late breakers and other presentations on late-stage drug trials. All in all, Jorn describes Easel Congress 23 as, and I quote, the place where we really shape the future of NAFL therapy. The rest of this conversation features Louise Campbell and me describing what we find exciting about the upcoming Congress and Alexander Krag amplifying our comments. As a virtual attendee, Louise mentions her interest in the patient advocate in her sessions. I discuss how excited I am about presentations and abstracts on drugs and development and updates on non-invasive testing and markers. Throughout both our comments, Alexander mentioned specific meetings and elements of interest. You can get quite a lot of information listening. As this conversation and the simple fact of a name change imply, the Easel Congress 2023 is poised to be a major breakthrough event in our community. This conversation captures some of the excitement and dynamism that Easel leaders feel about the event and how excited the co-hosts are as well. So just sit back, listen, enjoy, learn, and when you're done, join the conversation in our link discussion group. Jorn, anything in particular before we dive in in greater detail about this meeting, the agenda, the site, anything else that struck you as particularly enticing? Jorn Schottenberg. Yeah, of course, the personal highlights. I was uh, invited by Easel as a chair and in, in, in two sessions. One I'll be giving with Elisabetta on lean Nafoldi. This is going to be very exciting to me because lean Nafoldi is still something that I think can be discussed very controversially, either as a set of patients being summarized there, rightfully so or not. Um, so this is a, a session we'll be discussing with in, in a meet the expert context, a special session Easel has, and, and that's the personal highlight. We have a number of posters. I'll be presenting, of course, again, those are personal highlights, but I'm really looking forward to the late-breaking session this year. There's going to be novel compounds and phase three results being presented for the first time. We see some press releases, but Easel Congress is really the place where we, I think, uh, shape the future of NAFLD therapy, and, and that, for that reason, I think a lot of people will come and attend. Okay, so first of all, that's great. A podcast note for listeners. If you want, we did an episode on Lean Nash last summer based on the review paper that Mazen Nouradine and Michelle Long published. And I think it was July of 23. I don't remember the episode number off the top of my head, but if you want to go back and listen to that so that you're prepared to hear all about your session or if you're going to be at the meeting to go to that session, sounds like a fun thing to do. That's great, Jorn. Thank you so much. Louise, what's going to get you up in the middle of the night, if anything? Louise Campbell. Actually, I have to be in London for a big family event. That's why I will be watching it virtually. But um, getting up early in the morning, um, given the patient and advocate session is first on the agenda on the Wednesday but that's a full day also of as Sven hinted the nurses and allied health professionals and Alexander there so we've gone from strength to strength in that I think it's 11 years now since we first introduced that to the Congress so it's a massive part of it and the strength of that so I'm looking forward to some of that I've sort of picked Jean's session that he was just discussing and some of the other sessions 
obviously, and I'm sure the guy's going to elaborate on that. So I'm quite excited to see what the agenda's doing as I dip in and out through the four days. Alexander Craig. Also look out for all these interactive things. I think there we learn that we want it more interactive. We want to remove the distance between the experts and the organizers and those who come to consume, to learn, to interact, to engage there. So from all these high level things, there are these also with all the hands on thing. How do we actually do a fibro scan, discuss with the experts, et cetera, et cetera. So all these things, yeah, look, look out for them. But also keep an eye on Diesel Studio because we also want to challenge ourselves. And there, this, just like you do it now, but I think I'm even tougher than you, Roger, when I'm moderating, you know? So I, if I have Jan in, I'll not let us Sven, I'll not let them so easily get off the hook, you know? But I think there, the studio format is super complementary to what we do because there we can be a little different, you know? Normally we like the slides, we like the figures, we like the p-values, but what's underneath it? How do we actually translate into what does this mean for the patients? What does this mean in the real world, etc.? And there, I think this is also a performance I think we are very proud of and that we can really bring some added value to how we communicate yeah, science, education, awareness, uh, and, and get closer to our overall mission here of doing what we do. Yeah, we completely agree. I, th- I thought Easel Studio last year was fantastic, and I actually got to watch a bunch of it, even though we were doing episodes, and I was leaving the meeting early because I had to get home for a personal commitment on Sunday. But I take your point. We actually have two Easel Studios during the conference around uh, fatty liver diseases. So we have one on where we discuss new treatments, uh, healthcare pathways, and uh, also have the industry in those who actually develop the drugs. And then we have a whole one dedicated to to part of the launch of the new nomenclature. So I have the privilege actually to moderate it. And even I like these people, I'll not make them an easy time. We need to ask them, why is this so important? How will this actually improve patient care defining disease in a new way? I'm sure it will. So we need to learn that. And how do we adopt that? What will it mean for, what should I call my patient's diseases now? How do I convey that? I look forward to discussing with them, I can assure you. That could be a really fascinating discussion depending upon exactly how far you want to take it and who you want to invite to ask questions. You just let me know what questions you want to ask. I will promise to bring them on, you know. We'll do that. And I have some moderately strong opinions on this, but we've had guests, for example, last week who got even stronger opinions than I did. So I will I will ask her what questions she would like to see in the studio. This is Donna we're talking about, Donna Cryer. I think I'm most excited about the medications and the non-invasive tests. This is not a challenging comment, Alexander, but for years, we've been poised to deal with two things, which is drugs that could actually be prescribed to NASH patients is one. And, you know, um, the OCA-PADUFA date is right before the Congress. And I know the resmeter on phase three data is the first session, at, first presentation, first general session, if I remember correctly. It's in the general session, yes. That'll be an exciting event as well. And then a lot of discussion on non-invasive tests, because the two things we need really to move patient treatment forward might not be a name change, although that might not be a bad thing, but are drugs and user-friendly tests. By user-friendly, I mean both friendly to the patient and to the physician. So I feel like we're going to hear a tremendous amount about advances on both those fronts this year. And to the degree that the studio and our podcasts and other things can help get past the what that people are presenting and to the two questions that matter, one of which is so what, why, why does it matter? And then now what? So now that we've got this, what do we do next? What do we know next? I feel a lot a lot of so what and now what can come out of this meeting. No, exactly. And, and that's also why we need to come together as all the global stakeholders. So yes, we have a lot of resources in the medical societies, but of course we cannot do it alone. We should not do it alone. Everybody's voices counts here. So the only thing we should not do is <laughs> we should understand that this is in a long-term thing about improving patient care. So instead of trying to fight above the consensus for a name or whatever, no, that's what does it actually mean? How can
can we use this? Why is this actually a very, very good idea that will speed many, many things up? And I think they're back also to, to what you say, what are the most important now? Because the drugs will not come out until a few years. So what is it, the barriers today? I think that's the healthcare pathways. Is the healthcare system really ready to that? Do we know how to use it? Do we know how to find the patient? How's the awareness? And that I want to flag on other events that we traditionally don't have that much interest about when we do that, but it's super important. So that's about the public health. So ESL is also taking initiatives. Actually, next week, we will have a big event during the World Health Assembly. World Health Assembly is where it's decided what WHO is doing, and ESL is then called on all um, our friends in the medical societies, but also lead uh, health ministers from a number of countries, etc., to come together to say, how do we actually battle fatty liver disease as a global public health threat? How do we get it into global policies? And this is a work, again, if we want our governments to change their policies, it's a big deal if WSO actually recommends it. And as it is now, WSA don't even recognize fatty liver disease as a non-communicable disease. So this is worth fighting for. Not we're fighting, we're collaborating with WHO on that. So there are bigger issues than, than <laughs> that can really. And another thing I also want you to look out for is a new initiative from Easily Healthy Livers, Healthy Lives. Again, how can global stakeholders come together, unite? And there is just actually coming a publications out from that. Jörn and Sven, you're also part of this, a very key parts of driving this because that is the key research agenda. And again, instead of finding out where we're different, no, find out what's important to do and do it and agree on the direction and forget the rest because that will just derail the big thing we're all looking for. And it's so exciting to see there's so many um, aspects to this, Alexander, and thanks for highlighting this. I think the WHO event where ESL is participating is tremendously important to move the field forward and, and get the recognition outside of expert hepatologists arena. Totally aligned with you here. You know, the other thing, it fits well with the nomenclature where we're discussing how to best include everyone and not exclude certain people or parts. And therefore, I think easel and it manifests on the easel Congress is really a driving force in the field here. First of all, Alexander, that's a laundry list. You know, that, that's, a, that's a lot of items and uh, each important, each exciting. You know, it's long days. This is not the days you should sleep much. This is the days you should really use every single hour of the day to learn, to engage, to enjoy. And now, back to Roger. We hope you've enjoyed this recording. If you have any questions or comments about the content of this conversation or the entire episode, please put them in the review section of the page from which you downloaded the conversation or send an email to questions at servingnash.com. Please remember, we will have extensive Easel Congress coverage, starting with a second preview episode posted June 14th, same-day coverage during the Congress, and finishing with two follow-up episodes, one on abstracts and one on basic science, posting on June 28th and July 12th. Next week, co-chair Jeff Lazarus will be our guest and join his other co-chair, our co-host, Jorn Shaw. To review this weekend's coming Innovations in Apple Care Conference in Barcelona. It should be fascinating. So until then, stay safe. Surf on. We'll see you on the podcast. Bye bye now.